Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, as our story continues, crooked political boss George Latimer's amazing accusation is greeted with shocked silence by the man of steel and the accused. there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, anything that's good to eat is fun to eat. So start your day by having fun right at the breakfast table with a bowl of Kellogg's Pep. Is it good? Why, Kellogg's Pep has a regular talent for tickling your taste. It's a regular fun feast. Those delicate whole wheat flakes are so crisp and fresh, so cool and downright catchy tasting that, well, you get a bang out of every single spoonful. Yes, sir. And who wouldn't get a bang out of those slick pep prizes? Three different kinds of prizes, one or the other in every package of pep you open. For instance, uh, you may find one of 24 keen bird pictures in gleaming bright color with a description on the reverse side so that you'll be a wise bird on birds, all right. Or uh, you may find an exciting colored cardboard model of a fighting plane, easy and fun to assemble. And you can collect all seven model planes in the series. Or uh, your next pep prize may be a bright colored comic button picturing one of 18 famous characters right funnies to pin on your beanie cap or your jacket. So hop to it, gang. Collect all three kinds of these smooth prizes. Ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Now the adventures of Superman. Protesting that returned G.I.s were being kept out of state jobs because of their race or religion, a thousand veterans of World War II, led by young Joe Martin, brother of Beanie, the Daily Planet copyboy, gathered on the steps of the state capitol and demanded an explanation from Governor Frank Wheeler. Angered by the governor's denial of discrimination, the veterans surged up the capitol steps. Losing his head, Wheeler ordered a squad of state troopers to fire at the crowd. The troopers fired high over the heads of the veterans. Yet, a moment later... Joe Martin collapsed with a bullet in his chest. At the Metropolis Hospital, Clark Kent, Sergeant Adams, ballistics expert of the state police, and Sam Robbins, a close friend of Joe Martin, determined that the bullet fired at Joe had come from a 32 automatic, not a Tommy gun. They were discussing the matter in the hospital waiting room when big George Latimer, political boss of the state, joined them and reported that he had been standing on the top step of the Capitol with the governor and had seen one of the veterans pull a gun. Questioned by Kent as to whether he could identify the veteran, Latimer pointed an accusing finger at Sam Robbins. That's the man who pulled the gun. For a timeless moment, the shock of the accusation left its hearers speechless. Deadly silence hung like a pall over the four men. Then suddenly, Sam Robbins stiffened and flushed. What did you say? I said, Joe, the man I saw pull a gun. Why, you dirty rat! Get him off me! Come on! Get him! 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 Get him!
hospital, Sam. Control yourself. All right, take him out to the car, Sergeant. Come on, fellow. On your way. I'm not finished with him yet. Remember that. You all right, Mr. Latimer? Oh, yes. Yes, thanks to you. I certainly never expected anything like that. Of course, it's understandable. Many of those boys are still suffering from battle fatigue. That wasn't battle fatigue. You accused him of shooting his best friend. Oh, no, Kent. I simply said he was the man I saw with a gun. I said nothing about shooting. How sure are you he was the man? Well, sure as I could be under the circumstances. There was a great deal of excitement at the time. Well, then you're not positive. I wouldn't want to swear it under oath if a man's life were at stake. However... Yes? I don't want you to misunderstand. But I can see the possibility of a situation wherein Robbins could have fired the shot at Joe Martin. You mean accidentally? Well, no. Not quite. Well, I'm afraid I don't understand. I admit it's a little difficult unless you know the background. Mind you, this is just a supposition on my part. Just a passing thought that I can't possibly prove. And I wouldn't want to if I could. But look at it this way. A mob of war veterans is crowding up the Capitol steps. The governor, in a moment of understandable panic, orders the state troopers to fire. Wisely, they fire over the heads of the crowd. But Robbins, taking advantage of the confusion and the deafening noise of the Tommy gun, fires a shot at Joe Martin, certain that the blame will be leveled at Governor Wheeler and the state police. Do you realize what you're saying, Mr. Latimer? I pointed out, Kent, that this was all just a guess. However, men like Robbins sometimes lose their heads, as you saw just a few minutes ago. They don't think straight. And you believe Robbins would commit murder? Joe Martin may die, remember, in order to discredit the governor and the state police? It's been done before by men like Robbins. Keep repeating the phrase, men like Robbins. What do you mean by that? Well, men who don't quite go along with the American way of life. You know, men with foreign backgrounds. Oh. What's your background, Mr. Latimer? My background? Yes. I'm an American. My father was born here. See, what about your grandfather? Well, he was born in England. Oh, then you have a foreign background, too. Oh, now, don't twist it around, Kent. You know what I mean. Yes, 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 I'm afraid I do. You mean that because Robbins doesn't belong to your church, he's a potential murderer? I never said that. Look, Kent, I suggest we drop the entire matter. I came here at the governor's request to see what I could do for the boy who was shot. As far as I'm concerned, I'm willing to forget the incident ever took place. Well, unfortunately, I'm not. Because it's obvious there's more to this than appears on the surface. Right now, I've got to go out and have a talk with Robbins, but I'll be seeing you again, Mr. Latimer. Perhaps very soon. Now, here's the setup, Sam. Latimer says he saw you pull a gun. But he wouldn't swear to it on the stand. That's white of him. It's dirty. Now, look, rock. wait a minute. Sam, don't lose your head. What good's my head with a knife in my back? Now, in the first place, there isn't it. Uh-oh, hold everything. This bird coming over to the car is the police reporter for the Daily Clarion. Hi, Sergeant. Hello, Williams. Oh, hello, Kent. Fancy meeting you here. Hello, Williams. What's the dope on the G.I. shooting? Oh, there isn't any. Come on, come on, don't give me that. What's the lowdown? I told you, there isn't any. Who is this guy? Friend of mine. You always entertain your friends in the back seat of a state police car? Uh-huh, when I feel like it, I do. He looks like he's in trouble. Why don't you print that in your paper? Sam. Sam Robbins looks like he's in trouble. That's your name? Look, Williams, this is a private conversation. Beat it, huh? What's he afraid to talk He's for? not afraid. Who's afraid to talk? Hold it, Sam. He can't scare me. Sam. Let him print it in his lousy paper. Let him say that Latimer accused me of shooting Joe Martin. Big George Latimer? Sam. Yeah, Big George, Big Rat. Put that in your paper. Where do you live, Sam? 210 Carson Avenue, and I'm out of a job because Latimer doesn't think I'm an American. Put that in, too. Okay, pal, thanks. 
It's a big mistake, Sam. What have I got to lose? What have you... Okay, forget it. Now, look, tell me. You remember who was on either side of you when the crowd started up the Capitol steps? Yeah. Uh, Joe was on my right and Eddie yeah. Kane... Yeah, yeah, Eddie was on my left and uh, Bob Sloan was behind me. All right, where can I find Kane and Sloan? They're at the Legion Post on 12th Street with the rest of the boys. Oh? They all wanted to come to the hospital, but I told them to wait at the post. Okay, where are you going now? I'm sticking around here until I get some news about Joe. Yeah, well, uh, look, uh, Sam Latimer may still be in the hospital. Promise me you won't tangle with him. I promise. Good boy. But it won't be easy. I know, I know. I'll be back after I talk to Kane and Sloan. Uh, wh- what about you, Sergeant? I want to take this bullet back to the barracks and make sure I was right about it coming out of an automatic. Good idea. Okay, I'll run along then. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I forgot something. Hmm? In view of what's happened, Sergeant, you may not want to let Robbins out of your custody. There's no reason for holding him. We've got no case yet. That's right, you haven't. But you may have before I'm through. A very important case. We'll return in a moment to join Clark Kent as he follows a trail that may lead to murder. So stand by. Say, gang, do you know that you can collect not just one swell prize, but 49 different top-notch prizes right in packages of Kellogg's Pet, the Sunshine Cereal? Why, sure. You'll find a prize in every package. And there are three different kinds of prizes you may find there. For instance, uh, you may find one of 18 different comic strip buttons each picturing a famous comic strip character. Or uh, you may find a colored cardboard model of a fighting plane, one of seven exciting plane models in the series. Or uh, uh, you may get a beautiful full-color bird picture from a series of 24, each with a description to help you identify these birds in the air. Now, that makes 49 different prizes you can collect. And that's only a part of the fun in Kellogg's Pet. Think of the good eating fun in those crisp whole wheat flakes, all crammed with cool, catchy flavor. I mean, Pep's delicious, a prize in itself. Yes, sir, a dish of Pep is so strictly terrific that in double-quick time, you've polished off every last bit in your bowl. And that's the right angle, gang, especially nowadays when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls overseas. So remember, eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Hurrying to the American Legion post on 12th Street, Superman in the guise of Clark Kent, reporter, located Eddie Kane and Bob Sloan. As we join him now, he is alone with the two veterans in a small room where he has been questioning them for almost an hour. All right, then, fellas, it all boils down to this. You're both ready to swear on a stack of Bibles that Sam Robbins had no gun in his hand, and since he had no gun, could not have fired the shot that wounded Joe Martin. I'll swear it on two stacks. That goes for me, too. Good. I'll even lay money that Sammy never owned a gun. Remember, Bob, when we had a chance to bring a load of them Jap pistols back for souvenirs, and Sam was the guy that talked us out of it on account of he said it was dangerous keeping stuff like that around the house, remember? Sure. Who said he had a gun? Well, for the tenth time, I can't tell you. What difference does it make? The difference is I'd like to bust the guy one in the beak. I yeah, know. You may get that chance, but not now. All I'm trying to do now is clear Sam's skirts. What about Joe Martin? He'll tell you. Joe's in a coma. And he may not pull through. If he don't, there'll be trouble. We got a thousand guys who did a lot of killing in the last four years. If we have to, we'll do a little more. Joe better pull through. Everything possible is being done for him. Is Sam still at the hospital? Yes, he is. He'll call you if anything breaks. Now, look, fellas, in the meantime, keep everything under your hat, huh? Don't discuss this with anyone. Okay, Mr. Kent. Thanks for working on it. Yeah, thanks a lot. Not at all. Glad to do it. Yeah, who is it? Eddie, I got something to show you. What? Here, look at this. I heard a kid yelling extra, and I went out and bought one. It's the clarion. Holy cat. What is it? Look. 
Gun found in veteran's home. The 32 automatic reportedly responsible for the bullet that may cost the life of Joe Martin, hero of Okinawa, was today found in a bureau drawer in the home of Sam Robbins, also an ex-GI and supposedly Martin's close friend. Great Scott! Mr. Kent, what does that mean? How, how... I... I don't know, Eddie. I, I honestly don't know. Dazed at this sudden and unexpected turn of events, Clark Kent stares at the big black headlines flashed across the front page of the Daily Clarion. Unable for the moment to marshal his confused thoughts. What does it mean? Is Sam Robbins guilty? Gang, from this moment on, Superman himself takes a powerful hand in this tense and exciting story of prejudice that leads to murder. So don't miss a single thrilling episode. Tune in tomorrow and every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, famous names make history. And Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals, has made history with good breakfast eating for a long time. For example, Kellogg's shredded wheat. So crisp, so toasty, so delicious. Tender plump biscuits, 15 of them to a package. That's 15 biscuits crammed with their own natural nut sweet flavor and made just the right size to fit the bowl. And remember, this is whole wheat. So it's good for you, too. Ask Mom for Kellogg's shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>